0: Happy Monday, everyone. Thank you so much for being here. Another week, another start of the week. I've been loving May. May is also my birthday month, so there are exciting things that are happening. My husband is usually the most amazing planner. He loves buying gifts and he's so thoughtful and then he also loves planning events and things like that so it's exciting to look forward to that um i hope that your weekend was relaxing. I hope that the weather where you live allows you to go outside and to connect with nature and with all of those beautiful things that we have at our disposal that recharge us and that um, allows us to that allow us to feel alive. So this week's quote. That inspired my post. And what I wrote. Once again I want to remind you. That I write something. I write a blog post before. And then I record this episode. And in the episode. Of course I add a lot more details. A lot more like side notes. And stuff like that. That I think about in the moment. As I'm recording. Uh, but this is what. Um, inspired me today the quote says it's not what you look at that matters it's what you see i love this quote because it was one of those that it's just really open and you really have to think about it like every single word has a specific reason to be there and isn't it funny that the word matter is in the word matters So like if I read that again, the quote, it's not what you look at that matters. It's what you see. I mean, if this, the word matter being within the word matters is not a divine coincidence, I don't know what is. And this, of course, has been a subject of many different philosophers, mathematicians, physicists, and like so many other thinkers. But I like to talk about how things feel to me because I I believe it's in my feelings that I recognize what rings true to me. Like I've been talking to my husband a lot about truth. And truth is one of those things that is, you know, it's a very sensitive, sensitive subject. And what I end up believing and what I end up thinking is that each one of us is going to have a truth that resonates with them like there are um, facts that we can collectively agree on and usually those are related to things that we can prove with science and things like that but when, when it comes to things beliefs ideas that are true to us i think it's in our senses That we can truly connect with what resonates with us. It also comes hand in hand with the fact that I believe in reincarnation. I believe that we have a soul's experience different lives. So I think that our soul has a memory and there are things that are going to ring true to us more than others based on what we have experienced at the level of our soul. So anyways, going back to this quote, when I saw the quote, I immediately thought about the fact, or not a fact, but in my perspective, in my world, I thought there are two different ways to perceive the world as it is, like quote unquote, as it is on the outside and as I would like to perceive it in the inside, right? So we can see what is happening, but also How do I want to perceive the world? I have talked about this a few times here. The fact that having an optimistic view of the world doesn't mean dismissing what's happening around us. It's not ignoring what's happening in the world. But on the contrary, I believe that the world is here to show us the possibilities. We have to create a new one. Like we can see everything that is happening in the world and the chaos and the wars and, you know, the hate, the all of the things that are constantly happening and that the news reminds us of that. And depending on what you follow on social media, it will remind you of that. Those things are happening. Like I'm not here to dismiss that those things are happening, that things that are unjust are happening but then in my perspective and in the, wo- the way that I would like to perceive the world and the, the way that I would like my human experience to be experienced, this uh, evidence of what's happening around us is just for me fuel for the potential of what this world can transform into. And that, of course, is like my optimistic self and the way that I just simply choose to see life. And I'm sure at some point in your life, you have heard someone say, I know you're hearing this, but are you really listening to it? And this, this goes back to the quote, right? Again, I'm going to repeat the quote. I, I think I had never said, uh, repeated the quote as much in the episode, but I think it's so simple that sometimes when things are so simple, like we, it, it's just easier to kind of like not understand it. So the quote is, it's not what you look at that matters is what you see. So when you have heard someone before and they say this, like, I know you're hearing this, but are you really listening to it? There's a subtle but powerful difference between hearing and listening, just like there is one between looking and seeing, right? Which is what this quote is mentioning or what is trying to show us. Think about whenever you want someone to look at something and you say, look at that, right? Your hand and fingers are most likely extended all the way and pointing at the subject. But how do we even signal, see this? As I was writing this, I was very curious about sign language. I was like, I wonder how in sign language you express this i found a video if you're interested if you're curious i found a video um there are there are so many amazing things out there honestly like this also took me into a rabbit hole of like finding out more about uh sign language and all of this but anyways i found a video if you're interested in seeing how they express and the difference between look at that and see that it's so interesting i shared the link on the blog post on my website And basically what I found is that it really, this really supports where I was going with this because it's so interesting to see that in sign language, the expression of look at that is performed with your hand and fingers looking outwards. And the expression see that is performed with your hand, hand and fingers looking inwards or looking at you. And where I'm going with this is that there's a clear distinction between how the world looks like in the outside and how we can possibly perceive the world in the inside. Failing to see this to me is really a disservice to the world. And it's a disempowering way to embrace the gifts that we have as human beings. Because we have so much power with our imagination. Like this is something that you will hear a lot. Like all of the people that today we look up to because of everything they left in science and you know ma- math and all of these things they most of them really thought that imagination was a huge part of being a human being and i 100% believe that because not only i have experienced it but again my my hope for humanity kind of like It is supported by imagination. It's in my imagination that I can dream of a better world, of a world that is not ruled by fear and lack and scarcity and all of the things that we have been uh, living our lives by, you know? So I really think that truly honoring and celebrating this, this freedom that we have to imagine and to see the world from the intentions that we have inside makes a huge difference. And while I was writing this, I was thinking about a reflection I had the other day uh, when we went to dinner with one of my husband's friends. Um, he recently sold a company he created a few years ago and he's currently enjoying the fruits of that transaction. Um, and I didn't really know much about his company but during the dinner he shared the reason why he had created a company in the first place and i had one of those moments where i truly you know resonated with what i've been talking about in this episode is like oh life really is what we make out of it so we were enjoying a delicious italian meal in one of our favorite spots in miami and Shout out to Luca Osteria because honestly, is like so amazing. It never disappoints. It's so delicious. Um, but anyways, I'm not here to talk about food. Um, my husband, um, when during the dinner, my husband shared with his friend the news that i had become an american citizen so by the way i passed my test and i already had my oath ceremony so i'm officially an american citizen citizen after 16 years living here and you know i have many many stories um, on that journey but that's going to be for more episodes um so he congratulated me his friend congratulated me and After that, we went on to talk about how I had taken maybe three years to begin the process of, you know, applying for a citizenship. So, yes, I've lived here for 16 years and three of those years I delayed the process. (laughs) Um, But the reason why I delayed the process is because I dislike so much, like from the core of my being, I dislike filling out application forms. Like, it is offensive. (laughs) Like, don't make me do that. I try to be as peaceful and zen as possible, but you give me an application form and everything that I have been practicing kind of like dissolves in that moment. And I have to go back to like, okay, how do I do this? (laughs) Where do I find the, the power within me to do this? I truly hate it. So I tell him this and he responded, Oh my God, I freaking hate applications. That's the whole reason I created my company. He's also a Tauros, so it may be a sign thing. Um, but when he said that, I was like, oh, isn't that so interesting? And wait, like you created the whole company because you hated application forms? So turns out that he was initially the reason why he initially created the company. Was to help people, people with all of those annoying application forms you fill out uh, when you are, you know, uh, incorporating a company and all of what that brings, right? Like taxes and everything that. Um, Includes filling out application forms when you create a company. So basically, his company, and you can find out more about it. The name is Zen Business, and it's actually funny that it's Zen Business. I didn't know anything about his company before this, um, before that conversation. So you can find out more about it, and they actually do a lot more things like they help uh, in other ways, not only just through the company, through the service that they offer, but um, th- they do a lot more um, social help and work uh, which it was surprising like it was a nice surprise for me to find out so anyways driving back home after the the dinner and while my husband snored in the passenger seat, i had many reflections about that conversation because i thought about how usually my inner conversation about the subject that i hate filling out application forms and which is the reason why a lot of times i procrastinate in like filing for things or you know starting something new like that process that moment of feeling things out i don't know why i don't know what it is that triggers in me maybe something that i have to look into but i just i it it is something that stops me it is something that it, it really truly is something big and usually when this happens and when I have this position and I procrastinate or I'm like, I complain and I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this and blah, blah, blah. My my inner dialogue is like, at the same time, as, I, as I'm rejecting doing it at the same time, I'm like, why am I like this? Like, why do I hate this? Why don't I just like get over it and do it? Right. So it's like a very um, harsh in a way inner dialogue, like like, I'm really questioning why the hell am I like this? Basically, that's really at the end of the day what I'm trying to get at. And seeing his friend using something that I would or that I usually consider in myself a weakness or a problem and turn it into a powerful tool that not only has given him many rewards, but also is serving people, it really helped me remember. That the way we see the world and what we make out of it truly creates a reality. And with this reflection, I'm really not trying to create more shame around the the fact or the way that I have approached this. By no means, I'm, I'm trying to once again look at the world from a lens of, you know, where I have to ask, like, why is this this way? Right. Which is basically what I've done. But instead, my hope is to plant a seed to really be aware of the amazing opportunity we have by seeing the world from a place of possibility. Like that to me was a huge thing. Like recognizing that he took something that I usually consider myself a weakness or a problem and he, instead of seeing a problem, he saw a possibility and a solution for something and serving people with that was amazing right it's, it's one of those mo- and you hear this a lot but having one to one someone that i know in front of me seeing it he recently sold his company so he's down here in miami uh enjoying you know like he he wants to buy a boat not that i want that but he's truly enjoying his life and making the best out of it because he make he made all of this um he turned a problem into a possibility into a seed that grew and now like now is serving so many people so this really is the reflection i had and once again i'm not trying to look back at the way that i have approached things and feel more shame about it it's more like oh this is what i could turn and transform Like Whenever I find myself talking to myself like this, maybe finding myself talking to myself in this way, in this harsh way, or questioning why is this this way from a place of like, oh, I'm so powerless with this situation. Maybe that is my new cue to say, huh, how can I see this from the other lens, from the other side of the coin? How could I turn this into a possibility? And really, this goes more in hand and aligned with the way that I like to see the world, right? Because again, everything that I do is and everything that I talk about here and everything that I've been working on, the whole idea is to come back to us, our center, to our alignment and to use what we have at our disposal and the energies that we have around that around us to help us expand and grow and When we are able to transform something that we have seen as negative into something positive, I think this is really the gift that we have as human beings in this world. So my question with this episode today is, when you look at the world, how can you turn what you see into a physical manifestation of your perception? Like what intention matters to you so much that you can turn that into actual matter? And this goes back to like my initial comment of like, isn't it funny that the word matter is within the word matters? Because what we truly give attention to, that transforms. And it's with our intention that we get to transform that into something positive and something powerful. So with the things that we give our, um, yeah, our attention, our intention, our focus, what truly feels like matters to us, we can turn that into actual physical form and create something beautiful out of that. So I hope this reflection really helps you see the possibilities that we have every single day. And a reminder that whenever we see things happening in the world that are painful, that feel unjust, that feel like it's leaving us powerless, it's okay to feel sadness. It's okay to give space to those feelings, but we still have our awareness and our consciousness and our choice to feel those feelings and get to a place that we say to ourselves, okay. I felt what this sadness and this frustration feels like in my body. How can I transform this now? And that is with the power of our intention and the power of our imagination. So I really hope that this inspires you, motivates you in any way to see the world from a place of possibility. I love you so much. Thank you for being here.